Hello, you are listening to Upstream News, a news site made by Carnegie Vanguard High School students for the Carnegie community and beyond. I am reporter Marcos Delgadillo, and in this podcast, you will find information on Carnegie's reopening plan and guidelines the school will follow for the protection of students and teachers. Okay, hello, uh, Mr. Parker. I have a few questions for you. Um... My first question is, based on TEAs and HISD's guidelines, how do you plan to set up your classroom for face-to-face instruction? Um, well, as far as I know, uh, the desks will be set um, six feet apart mm-hmm. from actually chair, from chair to chair. So the desk is a little bigger than the chair, but they want the chairs six feet apart, front to back and side to side. Um, and so that obviously means that I will not be able to have as many desks and chairs in my classroom as normal. So, um, and there'll also have to be, I guess, a six foot distance between my desk and the closest student desk in all directions. And, um, yeah, and I think also from the door maybe there needs to be um, a little bit of distance from the first desk at the door, like closest to the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel safe with this like classroom setup? Like personally? Uh, personally, yeah, I feel um, it will be adequate, uh, especially if we're all wearing masks. Um, but uh I, it does, it's not going to allow for much movement or interaction in the class. So I won't be walking around like I normally would. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll be more restricted to my area of the classroom behind my plexiglass <laughs> um, desk. Okay. And so the students, I think, will just come in, sit, and then I'll be sort of in my area and we won't interact so okay mm-hmm. yeah but I, I mean I feel safe as safe as going to the gym or going to the store or anything like that I think okay yeah. mm-hmm. um, for the past two weeks HISD has opened these schools for teachers to work on campus How does the working conditions within the school correlate with the rise of COVID-19 cases in the staff? Well, I haven't heard anything about, um, about like any cases, at least here at Carnegie. There's not any cases at Carnegie, but um, I heard, well, I researched and um, I read that there was a few cases at schools like Lamar. So, um, how do you feel about this? Do you feel like enough, um, like there's an, like teachers are safe at school with the, um, guidelines HIZ has given you guys? Like before students come into the building, like right now when you don't have students, do you feel safe? Do you think it's appropriate? Yeah. I feel very safe now because there aren't really many teachers here. There's staff here and there's mm-hmm. administrators here. They're required to be here. And the every- teachers, 
are not required to be here now. It's just an optional thing, and only a few of us are showing up, and we're scattered around the building, so I never see them. Oh, okay. So Miss Hill is here, mm-hmm. but we don't necessarily walk in at the same time, but I know she's here. Um, I When I walk by her room, I can see her in there, her door shut. Um, I know Mr. Barnes is here because I see his name on the sign-in sheet. So there's a couple teachers who are actually, they've been coming for these last couple weeks, including me. But um, since there's so few, I never see them. I'm alone in this whole, like, English hallway. Mm-hmm. It's just me. So I feel very safe now. When students come back on October 19th, that's going to be different because then there will be more people. Not only in my room here, but in the school in general. All the teachers will be coming back on the 12th. Um, you know, so, yeah, then I think it's more likely I'll have to be a little more aware of, like, you know, walking in the hall, keeping my distance, things like that. English teacher James Parker from Carnegie Vanguard High School will continue to talk to us about Carnegie's reopening plan and some of the guidelines that they have been given by HIST. Has HISD provided enough resources and information for teachers to be prepared when face-to-face instruction resumes? Or do you think um, not enough information has been given to you guys? from the fact that we need to wear the PPE and have our room set up in a certain way. Mm-hmm. I don't recall anything specific about how we're supposed to interact with others. I know we're not supposed to obviously hand out any paper. There's no, there's nothing like that where there's any kind of a physical exchange between me and the students. I know mm-hmm. that much. They said that. So aside from just being in closer proximity, you know, um, There there isn't going to be any other interaction, you know? We will dive into the perspectives of James Parker and how safe he feels with schools reopening in the Houston area. From the perspective of a teacher, do you think it's a good idea to revert back to uh, face-to-face instruction or should it be like online the whole year? I think the option should be there for for both because there are situations where um, some kids just do better being out of their house, being in a work environment, and they'll get more work done. They won't be as distracted. Some kids need to be out of their house because their Wi-Fi is not good. Um, some kids, maybe their home situation is not good. Being home that often is not safe for them in other ways, maybe emotionally and physically. Yeah. So uh, I think it should still be an option, even if the majority of students are going to stay home. I think they should still make it an option for those kids. And also lunch is going to be provided for the kids who come back. So there are many things to think about, and I think making it the face-to-face an option, I think, is is still necessary. Yeah. Thank you. 
even if even if most kids are going to be staying virtual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, TA and HISD appear to have a plan on how, on how virtual learning and face-to-face will happen. Do these methods pose a challenge for the whole teacher population regarding how classes will be set up um, so that both virtual and face-to-face students learn? As far as I think as most of us here at Carnegie seeing it, there's really only one instructional mode. So what we're calling face-to-face and virtual, it's really virtual. Face-to-face just means that it's a proximity issue. It's it's a matter of geography. So the mode is going to be virtual. I'm teaching through this laptop like I'm talking to you. I'm teaching through Teams. Oh, so students will be, uh, like, in their desk, but um, they would be watching recordings right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're... There's not, and simply because some of their teachers may not be coming back for health reasons, right? Mm-hmm. So those teachers, for their own health reasons, might be in a different location. And so this is the one instruction. So we keep hearing face-to-face instruction versus virtual. There's really just one instruction, and you're either getting it at home or you're getting that same instruction here at Carnegie in a classroom nearer to your teacher but it's still this instruction so i'm not going to be standing up and teaching the the 10 kids who are in my classroom anything different than the other 25 kids who are at home you know mm-hmm. it has to be equitable for everybody so there's just one instruction and one instructional mode and it's through through teams through the hub this kind of thing yeah okay from the perspective of a teacher, um, how concerned do you think HISD is with uh, the teacher safety? Do you think they care about you guys or they just want students to come back to the um, school campuses? I, I think they're, I mean, they care about us. They're requiring us to wear PPE. They're going to they're gonna provide masks and such mm-hmm. for us who are coming back. They're limiting the number of students in our class based on these dimensions. So... I think they're taking the necessary precautions in terms of not like, you know, putting us in a class of 30 kids or something. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm sure they're going to have protocols in place for what happens if somebody does, you know, test positive and contact trace and things like that. But um, I personally feel fine with the types of uh, precautions and, things they're putting in place that I don't feel like uh, I'm being sacrificed for this just for the sake of getting kids back in school because I don't think a lot of kids are coming back to school (laughs) anyway at least based on you know what I'm hearing from my classes when I ask them how many of you are thinking of coming back very small numbers okay um yeah thank you um are you going to be applying to teach virtually? No, right? You're going to teach in person. Yes. I've, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm a volleyball coach. We yeah. have practice after school every day. Uh-huh. We've been practicing for two weeks now. So um, I've been here actually already for five weeks now because uh-huh. two weeks before you guys started, we were already. I was already coming back here. I don't really have a valid health reason to not 
be back here like some teachers do. So I will not be applying for that. Okay. <clears throat> Um, what might the district, the district do differently if it if it had complete completely autonomy from the state in regards to the school reopening? Like, do you think HISD would uh, take a different path if TA wasn't pressuring them to reopen schools? Yeah, I don't know to what extent TA is pressuring them because I know a lot of diff districts surrounding us have all different policies and if. I think a lot of them have a lot of uh, a lot of the districts around us are doing things differently than us. Mm -hmm. um, some of their students are already back in person, face to face. So um, I personally don't know what kind of pressure TEA is putting on HISD. Um, I'm just imagining that because HISD is such a big district, it's obviously handling things different than some of the small districts, you know. Yeah. So. Um, Yeah, I don't know anything about specific pressure that TA is putting on them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, one last question. Carnegie Vanguard High School can only fit um, between 9 to 14 desks in a classroom with appropriate spacing. Um, how will this affect teaching and what plans do teachers have for the rest of the students who do not fit in the classroom? Where, would, where will they, they be, like, teach? Or I know that you said they're going to be in front of their computers. But will they be on the cafeteria or? Yeah, where? I think the, the the I think what they're thinking is, let's say I have a class of 35 kids and 15 decide to return for face to face instruction in, in any like in one period. Obviously, I can't fit them all in here. Yeah. So where will those spillover kids mm -hmm. go? And I guess right now it's looking like the cafeteria simply because it's a bigger space. It's easier to have them distance. It's more open air. So it's safer in that sense. And then also um, you'll be able to have one supervisor sort of over all of them, yeah. you know, because you can't just put them in some other empty room yeah. <laughs> without an adult supervisor. So, um, but yeah, they'll, I mean, it'll be weird, right? Because I'll have, let's say I have 10 here, but then I have three over in the cafeteria, but they're still going to be looking at me just like the ones who are here on their, you know, yeah. on their teams. Because mm -hmm. that's where I'm going to be talking because I have another 20 students who are home. And so I've got to, you know, kind of give my attention to them as well. So, okay. Well, thank yeah. you so much for this interview, okay. Mr. Parker. Thank you. You're <laughs>